to your wedding VA. From head to toe, planning to party, I got you. Hello, it's Susie, your wedding VA here. And before you start attacking me about the podcast title, How to Not Be a Jerk When Postponing Your Wedding, this is absolutely not a bitch session about couples. I promise you it's not at all. These snap lockdowns and restriction changes are so horrible and unable to predict or prepare for. My intention is actually to help you how to navigate postponing with as little stress as possible. Maybe it should read how not to be a jerk or get jerked around when postponing your wedding. Also, language warning, I guess. Or warning, I say shit a lot. Okay, whoop, no. I promise... <laughs> I'll try not to say shit so much. I will be sharing those other podcast topics I mentioned to you about how to plan and enjoy your wedding. It's just this topic is so relevant right now. Couples are literally going through this as we speak or I speak and you listen. So if this can help in any way, I want it to. Please keep in mind this episode is only talking about wedding vendors and couples. There is a big wide world out there that is suffering from this pandemic. That is not lost on me at all. I count my blessings. This is an episode just talking about one tiny slice of a pie. The piece that affects couples wanting to get married and their wedding vendors like me, a celebrant. And these thoughts and experiences are just my own. Imagine thinking, planning, dreaming of your perfect wedding day for months and years even. You've taken great care in choosing vendors. You want to be a part of it. You visited your venue and envisioned how it will be styled, how you'll be parting the night away and how all of your loved ones will be there celebrating with you, supporting you, loving you, like just one big love-filled celebration of you and your partner's love and commitment to each other. You've spent months fine-tuning all the details, the the dreaded seating chart, chasing RSVPs, making those last minute decisions, paying all your final invoices. The day is nearly here. You're ready and you can't wait to start the next chapter of your life with your future spouse. And then without any warning, through no fault of your own or anyone in particular, all your your plans are just cancelled. It is beyond your control. You will not be getting married. You're in lockdown as, and as your wedding day goes past and you're wondering, once this lockdown lifts, what does this mean for us? When should I try and reschedule for? How far in advance will be safe so that this doesn't happen again? Will my loved ones from another state or country even be able to be there? Do we go ahead without them? Will we be able to hug and kiss and dance and sing as I always imagined? How many people do I need to cut from my guest list? How can I tell them they can't celebrate with us anymore? There is just so much to think about. I had some pretty sad phone calls from my couples meant to be getting married during this lockdown and I am expecting... Post-lockdown, 
to getting a whole lot more when we know some more info about restrictions and stuff. And so couples can make a more informed decision. I'm prepared for it. I'm waiting for it. And that's okay. I've already shed tears with my couples. I've sent virtual hugs and tried my very best to lift their spirits. But let me release just a little bit of neg before I turn super positive, okay? This sucks. Last year was a shit show for so many. We all held high hopes for 2021 and for a while there, it did live up to its expectations. It did. My postponed weddings were finally going ahead. It was catch up time and it was intense for a while there. Any other wedding supplier I'd come across, they they wore the same look on their face. It was, I call it a wired tired. Honestly, we were just all a little bit tired. We dealt with the emotional drain from last year and adapted and pushed through to make things amazing for our couples. And we were all just a little bit spent. And then another wave came. And hello, we're all in lockdown again. Now, this is not a woe is me episode. Not at all. I've gone through this roller coaster once. I can do it again. This is just to give you a little bit of a background on what it's been like for wedding vendors. We know that it's been so horrible for couples. And we vendors have been feeling things too. I've seen it on the faces of event managers, florists, musicians, other celebrants, all sorts of wedding vendors, and including in the mirror. And I would always say, I'm not complaining. Being busy is amazing right now. I'm lucky to be working. But I also used the word intense, like all those things were true, but it was intense. It felt intense in the amount of work that there was, like that we had to get through and catch up on. That's important too. It also seemed to be a lot of pressure to make it even more amazing, to make up for the heartache that those couples had experienced in postponing and extra effort to remain positive and supportive and flexible. Again, not complaining, but just, you know, just setting a bit of a background. And if I may speak freely, most wedding suppliers, hopefully, really care about your wedding day. They want to do their very best to make you happy and ensure smooth, stress-free experience. Like this whole COVID thing was new to us too, and we did our best to adjust and accommodate. But we're only human, and a lot of us are only small businesses or sole traders, and we got hit pretty hard. On a whole, most of my couples were great with me when it came to postponing. A lot asked me questions about what this would mean for them, their money, their booking, what was my policy for COVID. Well, (laughs) there was no policy for COVID because nothing like this had ever happened. So our celebrants were kind of feeling our way through and how could we come to a good outcome for both couples and ourselves? And my approach was and is it's a reschedule, not cancellation. Like, let's, let's work together to find another time to say I do, which works for both of us, and take it from there. And unfortunately, it's not always that easy. Poor couples, they didn't just have to worry about me. Like, what about the venue? What about their photographers and their musicians and stylists and all these other people they'd booked for this day? What are the chances that all these venues, these um, vendors would be available again on a rescheduled day. It's tough. It's really tough. 
Like it's a tough experience to have to call all your bookings and and first see like where you stand in terms of losing money, refunds, could they reschedule? When could they reschedule? When would COVID piss off and they would feel secure to book another day? It's a massive and daunting task for couples. I really felt for them. And sadly, I still do as it's still happening. I think the reality is, is that gone are the days where you can like safely plan a big wedding without fear that it may be affected again. But I still remain hopeful. Uh, but I also realize that things may need to change. And I've also discovered that there are so many ways to say I do now, which have been magical. Personally, in regards to any negativity, I've really only experienced a couple of calls from couples informing me that they'd already rebooked for another date and then they didn't they couldn't understand it when I said I'm booked already for that day. They're like, what do you mean you're marrying somebody else on that day? Like, oh, sorry. Um but luckily, most couples ask for a range of dates and we've navigated it to, together with other suppliers and happily come to a new date and celebrated it. And it was awesome. But I have heard of some celebrants being harassed, abused or even sued by couples, which must have been such a horrible experience to go through. So many things to think about. Okay, now that I've released that neg, time to spin this around and help you in the best way I can to postpone your wedding without being a you-know-what. Not that you ever were, but just in case you've got a case of the cranky pants, take a breath, take a beat, and then approach it in a better space. I like lists. I like step-by-steps. I love a good action plan. So I've put one together for you. Step one. Take a moment to embrace and wallow in the suckiness of it all. It is okay to be upset. Yes, people might think, hey, this is just a wedding, get over it. But this was important to you. And it was special. So by all means, if you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream into your pillow, do that. Curse at the sky, sure, go ahead. But just make sure no one's around or you get funny looks. Feel sad, eat all the ice cream you want. Feel disappointed and cheated. Feel all those things. This sucks and you're entitled to feel that way. But after this, please move on to step two. Don't dwell on step one for too long. Step two. Make a list of all your vendors and put them in order of your priority. So your big things like your venue, celebrant, photographer, those ones. The main people who make the wedding the wedding you were really wishing and hoping for. Step three make another list did i mention i like lists okay so this one will be a list of of questions or queries for your vendors and some ideal months and dates that you'd like to reschedule to i would check with the venue first if you have your heart set on a venue that is get a few dates from them and then contact as your other vendors asap also on the date thing have you considered a weekday your chances of getting everyone on board are a bit higher for like during the week. So, and I mean, who wouldn't love to take a day off and have a cheeky long weekend? Anyway, questions for them, your vendors, would be such as like, what are your policies in terms of rescheduling? Does it affect pricing at all? Is the legal paperwork still valid? That's one for your celebrants, okay? Check that the norm will still be valid for your new date. Ask for a revised receipt or invoice reflecting the new date or new location. 
So pretty much make a list of your must-have vendors, have a range of dates, get in contact with them ASAP to find a date where they can all do. After that, just make your way along the list of the rest of your suppliers to see if they can get on board with your new date and reschedule. And try and do this ASAP. And also ask for proof of your rescheduling. Step number four, keep calm. Don't panic. And also don't lose your cool. You've, chose, you've chosen wedding vendors because you like them. They're hopefully cool people. Please try and remember that they've been affected too and are human. Maybe they're dealing with a lot of stresses. Maybe their loved ones are sick or are separate from them. Everyone has a story. So approach the postponement swiftly, clearly and nicely. If you find that you are having issues with a wedding vendor, please check your contract with them and know that there are services out there to help you and advise you should the vendor either not be adhering to the end of the contract or not be willing to work with you to compromise. Keep a record of all your correspondence, invoices, receipts, etc. So if they're not coming to the party, so to speak, just know that there is some support out there for you to help. And remember, I am not a lawyer or anything like that. This is not legal advice. Oh, step number five. Money, money, money. I hate talking money. It can be awkward, but we're going to do it. Okay. Depending on what agreement you have with your vendor, okay, each agreement is different. The refund policy will be different. So please know that this is just an example. I'm not a legal professional. So for instance, we're going to look at a book booking fee as an example. Now, generally a booking fee is non-refundable. The venue has locked in that date for you, often turned other work away and completed admin and paperwork. So there has been time spent already. If you make additional payments or pay the full amount up front, like whatever the situation is, and then you need to cancel, Generally speaking, a lot of vendors are happy to reschedule because none of us saw COVID coming. But if you chose a date that they couldn't do, then your booking fee would be forfeit. But your additional payments may be refunded, either partially or fully refunded. And now some vendors may offer, say, one postponement, but then charge a fee for any recurring. All agreements are different. So Please speak openly and honestly with your chosen vendors about it. Anywho, a point I wanted to make about money is that for some vendors, in particular celebrants, we're sole traders. We're small businesses. That money you paid all those months ago, it's most likely already been used. It's been taxed. It's paid our mortgages and put food on the tables. It's not generally just sitting there in case it needs to be refunded. So please just keep in mind that if you are requesting a refund, it may need to be refunded in stages or within an agreed time frame because we do a whole lot of living in between payments and weddings. So to sum up with money, check your agreement with your vendor policies. And if you're entitled to a partial or full refund, please understand maybe it might take some time. Step number six. Okay, now that money has been addressed and we got over it, let's get back to planning. So let's say we've chosen our new date, our vendors are locked in for the new date, hooray, yes, but now what? Depending on how close it is, there may still be some restrictions. So, first of all, check what those restrictions are, and then check with your venue 
can their space handle any spacing restrictions? Do you need to maybe cut the guest list? Gather information. Chat with your vendors about their COVID plans. Maybe this will help you plan a a bit of a more flexible wedding. So like if numbers were an issue, plan somewhere where it can be spaced differently. This is our plan A. This is our plan B. Okay. Step seven, revisiting the guest list. I think most people are generally understanding when it comes to guest lists of weddings needing to be small, like they need to be smaller now or the heads up that they may have been invited a little bit late because they were able to have the numbers and please don't take it personally and we still like you. I seriously don't envy having to have those conversations, but I really do believe that people are more understanding of it nowadays. As a side note, okay. If you were ever looking for a good excuse not to invite Aunt Kate's cousin's brother and his family, then this is the best excuse for planning a small wedding instead. Sorry, it's not. It's COVID. Actually, we hate you. No, just joking. It's totally COVID. Okay. Step number eight. Consider eloping. I am so serious about this. Uh, You know, I actually remember my dad telling me this when I got engaged. Like, in fact, I thought he made he made a joke about that to both my sisters as well. And I honestly thought he was joking, but it turns out he wasn't. He put it to us like, you should just salute. Um, even all the way back then, like my dad acknowledged weddings can be damn stressful and a whole lot of fuss. And why not take those parts out and just get married? Mm, hindsight, hey? Now, I've been doing a whole lot more elopements lately. I can honestly say there is something so beautiful and so special about them. They're way more relaxed, personal and usually cheekier because you're not worried about what Grandma Betty will think sitting in the front row. You don't have to be worried about what you about your guests or your bridal party or everyone looking at you. And I get that, you know, lots of people like that and that's okay. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, getting married It's about you two. And when it is just you two and two witnesses over the age of 18, it is magic and full of love. Seriously, consider eloping and then having a big big party later to celebrate it. Less planning and still fun. Step number nine. Allow yourself to get excited again. I get that you've been burned once, maybe twice. Maybe this is like your third or fourth time lucky. Trust that you will get married and that is exciting. At this point in time, I can't say with confidence when we'll be able to have big normal weddings for a while yet. But then what is a normal wedding anymore? Is bigger better? I've done a lot of weddings. Some are big and fantastic and some are not. Step 10. This is something I told my couples when the lockdown happened to them. So for any of my couples listening, when it comes to me and your ceremony, there is nothing to worry about. You don't need to make any decisions just yet. I'm here and will support you whatever you decide. I will get you married. It may not be as soon as you like. It may not look like exactly how you imagined. But it will happen and it will be amazing. And then all this stress will just be a memory. 
Okay. On that loved up note, I want to send all couples who have faced lockdowns and COVID restrictions and postponements a big hug and lots of my love. You'll get through this. Not even a pandemic shall stop your love. And as for the random fact for this episode, hot water will turn into ice faster than cold water. Because it's winter and I'm cold as I'm recording this. Until next time, this has been Susie the Celebrant with her multiple lists. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. For more information, please hop on over to my website, suzycrozier.com. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.